Welcome to Dream Girl Dream. Dream Girl Dream is a podcast designed to encourage women to go for the things they dream about in life. Each week, I'll share tips and steps that move you into action. I'm Bernetta, your host, and I'm passionate about motivating women into action to live life on your terms and make your dreams come true. Each week, you'll hear talks that are designed to move you into action and one step or multiple steps closer to the life you desire. So dream, girl, dream. You can learn more about me at dreamgirldream.com or bernettastyle.com. Hey guys, today we are talking about a subject that has affected us all in some way, shape, form, or fashion, and that is fear. At one point in our life, we've all been afraid to act on something, to do something, to go for something for many different reasons, and fear has affected us all. But at some point, we have to realize that we can overcome fear, and today we're going to talk about that. Um, The feelings that we have when fear creeps into our mind can be very real. But the question is, what are we perceiving as fear? Is that even real? The definition of fear is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous or likely to cause or pain or threat. Did you hear the first part of that definition? An unpleasant emotion caused by the belief. So what are you believing What are you thinking is true? Because if you can believe that something is going to hurt you, um, you can believe that something is not. If you can believe that, you know, you won't come out on the other end of your dream or your goal successful, you can believe that you are. So if fear is a belief, then you can easily not have fear by believing in the opposite and activating faith. Your brain only knows what you're telling it. So you're worried about a possible outcome that hasn't even been proven that what you are believing might happen will happen. But because you're telling your brain these things, you believe it. So fear could be, you know, your your perceived thoughts. So like I said, what are you telling yourself? Start telling yourself the opposite of what you've been telling yourself. Ask yourself these questions. What is your biggest fear holding you back from going for your dreams? Is it the fear of rejection, the fear of embarrassment, the fear of uncertainty? I heard um, a show by Mario Podcast, Never Settle, that 50% of the people surveyed chose the fear of uncertainty, which means most people are afraid of things because they are unsure of the outcome. So because you can't control the outcome, you get stuck. You let uncertainty hold you back. Is that you? Do you have to know like everything that's going to happen or you can't move? Steve Harvey once said, be committed to your vision without being attached to how you get there. And you know what that is? That's faith. Because you have to believe that no matter what, you're going to make your dreams happen. You're going to achieve your goal. No, you you can map out a route. But, you know, sometimes things happen just like in a Monopoly game. You know, you know you want to get to Boardwalk, but you might, you know, step on a property here or there. You might get a wild card, but that doesn't mean your journey is going to stop. You're going to keep going. Like I said, that's where faith comes in because the power of believing that you can have, that you can do, that you can receive what you desire is very real. Imagine you had a glass of water. And it was filled to the top. And that water is faith. 
You can't have faith and fear in the same glass. Either you're going to fill it up with fear or you're going to fill it up with faith. And both are a belief. One is believing that you can have what you want. The other one is believing you can. So just as easy as it is to believe you can't, it is just as easy to believe you can. But you have to know how to do that. If you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. It's all about perception and how you perceive things and how you see things. Have you ever been in a conversation with somebody and they say, I want to play, um, I hate to say the word devil's advocate, but they say that because they're looking at it from a different perspective. Well, let's say I just, um, if you're talking to somebody, well, let's look at it from this perspective. Let's look at it from the other person's perspective. It's the same story, but you're seeing it from different eyes. So that's like faith and fear. Fear, you're looking at it from a state of, um, like I say, uncertainty, you don't know what's to come. So you're, you're nervous and you're just going to be like, it's not going to happen. But faith is looking at it from, you know what, this can happen. I don't know how, but I just know that it can. And we are going to keep pressing towards the mark of the high calling <laughs> and we're going to get to the other side. Fear is the reason why people don't do anything. Fear is the reason why people don't start. They don't invest. They don't give. Fear stops you. Fear stalls you, it delays you, and prevents you. Fear takes you off course, fear delays God's best, and fear is a paralyzer. Out of everything that I've said, has fear ever did any of those things to you? It has done those things to me. Fear has delayed me. Fear has paralyzed me before. Um, Fear has stalled me. You know, even from, you know, the podcast, people know from my blog to my book, you know, fear has stopped me. But at some point you have to say, my why is bigger than fear. You know, if faith comes by hearing, then fear comes by hearing too. So what are you listening to along the way? Are you listening to, unfortunately, a parent, a friend, TV show, um, music, you know, that's feeding into your fear to make you feel what you believe is real? Or are you listening to positive things, um, affirmations, the word of God, good positive messages, you know, that's confirming and affirming that you are on the right course. One of my favorite scriptures is 1 Timothy 7 and 10. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but the power of love and a sound mind. Let me say that again. For God has not given us the spirit of fear. But if he if he hasn't given us a spirit of fear, then who did give us a spirit of fear? Should we have the spirit of fear? Do we need to be used in the spirit of fear? No. If he didn't give it to me, I don't want it. I want what God has. And God wants us to have faith because faith is powerful, you know, in the ways we need it to be. Breeds abundance. Just like we can train our brain to think in fear, we can train our brain to think in the power of abundance. It's simple. Whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger. You are not going to die for asking your boss for a raise. You are not going to die for doing a speech in front of 100 people. But you will come out of it stronger, more confident, and ready for round two. How many times have you been afraid to do something, but you made it through, and then you did it with a sigh of relief, and then you felt more confident doing a second than third time? And the next thing you know, you're doing it with ease. A tenth and eleventh time, and then you start sharing it to other people. But you had to do it that first time. You had to get over the hump. Faith helps you discover your purpose in life. It's a guiding light that helps push us forward. Many people find their purpose during a valley experience, um, but you need this faith to push through and know that you will get to the other side. 
Like I was saying, sometimes, you know, people find their purpose in the Valley experience, which is unfortunate because sometimes, you know, we, we do have to go through things. But that's sometimes where we can get clear and we can clearly see what we've been doing and see where we need to go. And like hear our purpose, see it, learn our purpose. I should say learn our purpose. Faith trumps stress, anxiety and fear. When you have stress, anxiety, and fear, it can really affect your health, your mental stability. It can affect a lot of different things. And when you have those things, you're always worrying. You're always worrying. But when you have faith, it's like you surrender. Have you ever like did everything you can do and you literally said to God, you know what? I give it all to you. I can't, I've did everything I could do. So I'm going to give it to you and you just let it go. You walk away and you really don't think about it anymore. And that's when the shift happens. And that's when the change happens. It has happened to me quite a few times, quite a few times, but I literally genuinely had to surrender and had to be like, Hey God, I give it to you. Faith acts as a pathway to finding solutions. And we talked about that earlier when we talked about discovering your purpose. So um, I want to say, as I'm winding down here, I want to ask you a question. Is your why bigger than your fear? Is your why bigger than your fear? Meaning whatever your goal is, whatever your dream is that you want to achieve, is it stronger than what you might be afraid of? Because at times things are going to happen and that why is going to pull you back and continue to make you, that why is going to be the reason why you won't stop. And how powerful is your why? And is a possibility of regret bigger than the fear of not even giving it a try? What if you wanted to write a book, but you're just so afraid that people are going to say something negative or so afraid it may not sell or so afraid that, you know, people won't think your story is important. So you don't write it. And then you years later, will you regret it? Will you really regret not doing something? If it's that powerful, if your regret, if your regret would be that strong or if you could possibly regret doing, not following your dream or goal, then you need to follow your dream or your goal. Are you committed to your dream or are you just interested in it? And it goes back to your why. If you are committed to your dream, you won't let fear stop you or don't let fear stop you. Are you committed to your dream or are you just interested in it? Because once you're committed to it, nothing can stand in your way. You're not going to let fear stop you. You're not going to let the naysayers. Yes, their challenges will come, but because you are committed to it, you will see it through. If you're just interested in it, anybody could come and blow you like the wind, blow you off track. And you're like, well, maybe that wasn't for me or maybe I'll try something else. But if you're committed to it, a hurricane could come and you're going to be still standing or you're going to get knocked down and you'll pick yourself up and you're going to keep going. I heard a great quote from Mario Armstrong. He said, you don't create your life first, then live it. You create your life by living it. And what that means is you're going to go through things and experience things, but you are creating your life as you go along. And as you're creating your life, you might make a mistake. You might go down a wrong street. You might make a wrong turn, but you can't be afraid of doing that because you are creating your life. And that's why life is a journey, because through this journey, you learn the rights and wrongs and 
like I just said, you learn because life is a journey. We are learning every day. And when you look at life as a journey and look at it as what lesson am I going to learn out of this? What lesson am I supposed to learn out of this situation that's going to make it better for tomorrow or the next time? Then you won't live in fear because you look at life as a lesson versus like, oh my God, this won't happen. Well, if it doesn't happen, what lesson did you learn so it won't happen again? What Or what lesson will you learn that you can help the next person that comes to you and say, you know what, I'm going through this. Have you ever been through this? Actually, I have. And this is what I learned. Let me help you so you don't fall in this pit. When you look at life as a journey full of lessons, you won't have to fear so much, <laughs> so much. Because, you know, you look at it as a lesson and what you could possibly learn. Again, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. Okay, so now it's time for a dream work. I'm going to share with you some steps to follow your dreams. And I want you to listen. And then I want you to do. (laughs) The first thing is define your end goal and what that looks like. I'm going to use an example of getting your PhD. Say your end goal is to get your PhD. What does that look like? Why? um, Number two, why do you want it? Why do you want your PhD? Is it to help your family? Is it to change the world? You only know how strong your why is. Number three, back up to the beginning and figure out your first step. It might be getting your bachelor's. You might have to start all the way at getting your bachelor's. Um, And then number four, let go of the fear and activate your faith. Don't be afraid of going to get that PhD because it seems so far away. It seems like it's so many steps in between getting your bachelor's and getting your PhD. Let go of the fear, activate your faith, and carve out a plan. Break it down into steps. First, I need to get my bachelor's. Then I need to get my master's. Then I need to get my PhD. And then the fifth step is start. Take one step. Your first step might be registering for your first class. Your first step might be researching schools. Whatever you need to do, you take one step at a time because that's how we get everywhere we go. We take one step at a time. During this process, feed your mind with positive things, books, podcasts, songs, friends that encourage you and genuinely support you, friends that are going to push you, check on you, um, and you check on them too. Um, during this time and, you know, will be in your corner. So there are two types of people. Ones that say, I wish, and ones that say, I did. Which one are you? Have you ever met a person that says, or know someone that's always saying, man, I wish I can go to that country. Oh, I wish I could start that business. I wish I could exercise like you. And then when you say, well, why don't you just start? Then they got all types of excuses. Well, I can't because my knee or I can't travel because I don't have a passport. Why don't you get a passport? Well, I don't know. I don't know which office, you know, they always got an excuse, but the ones that do, they find a way, they research, they ask the questions, which one are you? And I and I never thought about it till now, but the ones that say I wish all the time and never do, they are probably afraid of something. They are probably afraid and they really need to go in and search what are you afraid of? And the thing is, the people that say I do, it doesn't mean that they are void of fear, but it's just they go, they get past it. Whatever they want to do is stronger than the fear that they believe they have. So I want to leave you with that. I hope you enjoyed this podcast today. I really enjoyed talking about it. Um, like I said, fear is an emotion that we 
we've all had to have and have overcome at some point, but don't let it be a paralyzer to you. Don't let it stop you. You have this life to live. You are the star of your life. You are the star of your life. So you control it. You control the narrative. You know, you control the narrative. And I just pray it ends up the way you always wanted it to be. So thank you guys. And till next time, dream girl, dream.